All right, people, welcome back to another episode of Vantage Point. I'm your host, Jake. I'm a co-host here, Lewis. How you doing, Lewis? I'm good, man. Good. Just living the dream. Living the dream. Living the dream. It's been a hell of a week. Uh, uh, <laughs> we got a lot to discuss, so we wanted to uh, get, get it in. Um, and so we're just going to jump right into it. The first thing on the block was the, um, the Derek, Derek Chauvin trial came to an end. Uh, with a verdict and he was found guilty on all three counts of uh, second degree murder, third degree murder and involuntary manslaughter. Uh, what, what's, what's your takeaway from this? Um, um, so just first reaction is that I'm thankful. Um, it, he should have been convicted. Mm-hmm. All of the charges, I'm not sure because uh, well, I was talking to a guy at work about it and he definitely should have been convicted of, of something. Uh-huh. Definitely, uh, neg- probably negligent homicide, or neg- what they charged it with. It was negligent homicide, third degree murder, second degree murder, third degree second murder, degree. and yeah. um, uh, and, and I think it was um, manslaughter. The third one was manslaughter. Okay, um, definitely manslaughter, uh-huh. clearly. But my my confusion is why second degree and third degree. What's the difference between the two? I didn't look at it. Um, I should have now, now that I'm saying it, <laughs> but I don't, I'm like when when they put it out, I was like, "What's the difference?" Because mm-hmm. like because in the military we don't it's we don't really mess with that. Uh, at least I, my part, I don't. Um, I'm more of you. You're speeding. I'm going to pull you over. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, the 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 first degree murder obviously involves uh, premeditation. Um, second degree murder, if I'm not mistaken, is um, murder with malicious intent but not with premeditation um mm-hmm. so you could basically you you um were was com- were committing an act of assault that could result in murder but you didn't premeditate mm, um, got it. third degree murder is i think it's, it's along the same lines but it's um it's more about uh it's like you knew that you were doing something that could cause harm you didn't know mm-hmm. that it could cause that it could um uh, cause somebody to die and then they die so that was like oh, okay. so you knew that you were going to be causing harm and then that harm ended up resulting in murder and then mm-hmm. manslaughter um is just you made a mistake somebody you you were, you were doing something wrong and that person died um yeah. and from what i gather from you know in my opinion like from the elements of the crime um i I agree with all three of the charges. And, and so I called my father right before the verdict happened. And, and I was like, I don't think he's gonna go down for murder. And my dad was like, why not? He's gonna, I, I think he's gonna get all three charges. And I was like, you know, I think that he should, but I don't have enough faith in the system that based off of the prerequisites and um, based off the prerequisites, I don't think the jury is gonna convict him on that, if, and and the only reason I want to point that out is because it's just it's just a lack of faith that that a lot of people have in the system right now. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I think it was Van Jones was on CNN. He was like, you know, there people were afraid to hope. Like we, you have all of the evidence in front of you, you have all of the video in front of you, and and there's still just this element of I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, um, and, and and it's funny, like you know, you got people that applauding and cheering and 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 everything and then it's like i mean yeah i feel that but but we're applauding justice like it's supposed yeah. to happen this is what this is this is how it's supposed to go you know and, and 
and it just luckily it did um mm-hmm. i'm glad it went down that, that way like there was it was just an overwhelming um bit of evidence i mean it was overwhelming evidence and, and so many people testified against him um saying that what he did was wrong it, it's good that that uh i think justice prevailed in this yeah um go ahead you want to say you want to say something no no go ahead. okay um so the i think the I don't know. I, would, I wouldn't say takeaway. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out a word. So, I, in my opinion, the reason this would be so easily um, he was easily convicted was just because it was so cut and dry. Whereas other incidences, it's not that cut and dry always. It's the, the cop was doing his job, and then something hor- horrible happened. I'm not saying this this instance. That's not this. That, that's not this case. Right. This this dude was doing. Granted, he was doing his job, but he was not doing what he was supposed to be doing. Uh-huh. As a law enforcement officer, you shouldn't be putting your fucking knee on somebody's neck for an extended period of time. Right. And then after officers, numerous officers say to you, dude, get get up, man. He's, let, let, let's sit him up. I, we need to sit him up. And you're just going to fucking stand there? All right. No, nah, man. You're a piece of shit. You need to go to fucking jail. And thankfully, justice was served. Yeah. Now that's now, that being said, that is not always the case in this country, just because the inherent job of law enforcement, they are in history, in the past history, they've given, they're given more leeway than the general public. Absolutely. And you have qualified immunity uh, with a lot yes. of these situations where um, basically it, they, 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 the, the court case is that if um, an officer is acting within the scope of their duties and another reasonable officer would have acted the same way, then they are granted this, this immunity from prosecution because they feel that they're off, they're working within their duties. And, um, and, and there's a whole nother discussion I think that could be had that we should, that we should have other people having about qualified immunity and should it be relooked at, revisited um, because it, 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 has, it has caused a lot. Um, in, in going into, and we're going to talk about some of these other cases that that have happened. I think they're going to touch on a little bit of what you just mentioned about like these these situations that aren't so cut and dry. Um, and then you have you know differences of opinions as to you know how it could have gone down and and how it should have gone down. But um, but but ultimately, um, I mean, my final takeaway from and I'll leave you with the final word. But but my final takeaway is like it's good that uh, I'm I'm glad that justice was done. But um, it's one of these things where it's like this is just the first step. I think there needs to be, in in my opinion, more movement towards police reform. And this is um, one of the. I mean, it's a monumental case. Like you know, this guy was um, officer was found found guilty, um, but there definitely needs to be a a movement towards police reform. And I'm hoping that the protest last year, the verdict that on this is just these were just stepping stones on the way to that. But that's my final takeaway on it. Like I said, I'll leave you the last word and we'll move on to the next topic. Uh, and I agree. It, I, I'm thankful justice was served. It's, it's horrible that a man had to die um, for this piece of shit officer to get off the street. It shouldn't have it come to that. There, I'm sure there were signs before this that other officers saw that they just never saw because, you know, the thin blue line. Um, but police reform will help that. And I completely agree. Um, so next topic, <laughs> Dante Wright. <laughs> um, and let me, I mean, I just tell you, this shit is exhausting, man. It's, it's, it's like one case after the other. 
and you uh, um, anyway, I'm sorry. So Dante Wright, um, for, for those who don't know or who are confused as to which case we're talking about, Dante Wright was um, pulled over and officers pulled him over for expired tags and um, air freshener hanging from the winch, uh, his rear view mirror, uh, which are typical pretext stops that a lot of officers use. Um, they uh, approached him, ran his driver's license, found out that he had a warrant out for his uh, for his arrest, and I believe the warrant was for a uh, was for a gun charge. That, when looking at the record, he had he had appeared in court before, and then the final notice was sent out, and I guess it returned back to the court, and they issued out a warrant for his arrest. Um, while trying to while putting handcuffs on, or one of the officers um, approached and was trying to assist with the. Uh, with the handcuffing, Dante struggled, jumped in his car. As he was struggling, the officer, um, female officer, been on the force for 26, uh, 26 years, pulls out her weapon, points it at Dante and said, I'm going to tase him, I'm going to tase him, I'm going to tase him. And then yell, and then as Dante's getting into the car, yells, taser, 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 pulls the trigger, fires one shot. Dante pulls off, and you can hear from the body cam footage her saying, oh shit, I shot him. Um, Dante drives a little bit further down the road, crashes into a pole. Um, they try to do life-saving uh, measures when they arrive. He dies. The officer has since been charged with uh, manslaughter, and she'll be getting her day in court later on. So, those are the those are the circumstances behind it. Um, I, Okay, so we so the first thing I'll just jump on this. The first thing to talk about is just the the mistake of pulling out your your gun versus pulling out the taser. For anybody that doesn't know who ever seen this, taser is worn on the opposite side of your opposite side of your gun on your weak side. The taser for this reason for for this reason, right? The taser is yellow and black. It has a charging um safety on it that you have to that you have to flip to activate it she carries a glock the glock has a trigger safety so the safeties are in two yeah. different two different areas the glock is a lot heavier than the um than the taser all these things come into come into play but she still pulled out her taser and shot him i'm gonna give her nope. you, you i'm sorry you misspoke. I, I, I misspoke <laughs> she pulled out her gun instead and, and shot him I'm yeah. going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say that she legitimately made, made a mistake just for argument's sake, just to, for anybody that might be listening and yelling at the, um, yelling at their phone right now and just saying like, she made a mistake, she made a mistake. Okay, fine. She made a mistake. And I think the problem with this or going along with police reform is that 10,000 hours of repetition to, to master something. She's been on the force for 26 years. She's probably <laughs> drawn her weapon I don't know how like over 10,000 hours, you know, easily, easily, easily. Like if from simply just putting her weapon in her holster to start the day, taking her mm -hmm. weapon out of the holster to end the day, to going to the range for required yeah. qualification, to going to the range just for fun shooting. She has drawn that weapon um, million thousands of times. How many times has she drawn her taser? Her taser probably stays in that holster if ever comes out. And, you know, and that is a problem that that that's going to lead into a lot of these other cases is that that officers are have become masters of drawing their gun and mm -hmm. shooting, but they are not masters of everything else on their belt. I mean, yeah. I, I've seen guys, I'm sure you've seen guys that have had problems pulling their flashlight out of their belt. 
let alone an, right, let alone an asp or um, expandable yeah. baton or or or, or taser or, or or pepper spray, you know. So you know that that this and again, I'm I'm not even gonna because there's a lot of other cases that we're gonna that we're gonna talk about. I'm not even gonna talk about race. I'm not even gonna talk about, in this case. I'm not even gonna talk about any preconceived notions that that led her out of the car that made her react in in a more aggressive manner than, than could have. I'm leaving all that out. I'm not talking about, I'm simply talking about, right. It, Cause it's debatable, right? Like we can yeah. get into a debate on that. I'm leaving all that out. I'm just saying the fact of the matter is she was trying to pull her taser and she pulled her gun, held it, held her gun out, said taser, 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 and pulled the trigger. You know, that is a problem. That, 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 mm-hmm. that is, that is a problem. And that, and, and I got another takeaway, but I'm gonna stop it right there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it to you, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna come back with something. All right. Um, so this is a fucking horrible mistake that one should never happen. And the the fucked up thing is, is that I understand why it happened, because of what you what you hit on is mm-hmm. that we that that cops fucking beat in beat get beat into their head to fucking pulling the pulling their fucking pulling their weapon or pulling the service weapon and. It just keep doing it, keep doing it. And then you maybe get 10 hours of training on a taser, if that, and then that's it. Yeah. You do no other training. You don't have to do annual training on it. You don't have to do annual training on your ASP. You, I, th- I, I take that back. I think you do have to do annual training on your ASP. Right. But it's not, but it's not like, it's nowhere near as, as often as you get here. Because every, for the agency I'm in, you have to qualify every six months. Yeah, yeah. Which most agencies like is, is six months yeah. at minimum. And but yeah. there's also ranges literally every month. So if you needed to, and you should, if you have obviously you're available, uh-huh. whatever, um, go do that training and get more range time in. Right. The food of thought for that is that it is a deadly weapon and should be treated as such. So the more training you get, the more accurate you get, accurate you can get, and the better equipped you are to handle yourself when you ever, when or if you are ever in that position to have to pull it. Mm-hmm. That being said, there also need to be the same exact fucking time. Now I will say this is hard to do because you know time is is a constant; it doesn't fucking stop for us, right? Um, but you need to fucking make time, right? And police reform will help that. There needs to be a split between the escalation of force and the force criterion, meaning you need to fucking train on everything: the, the ASP, the fucking uh, pepper spray. Um, and if you have a taser, a taser. I don't, I don't carry taser because uh, I'm a skinny boy, so there's not a lot of room on my belt. <laughs> um, and it, it, so I'm not going to talk about because you didn't talk about it. I'm not going to talk about the the first initial part. We're just going to talk about the grave mistake that could have been avoided if she right. would have just had more training on her on her taser. Right. But I, at the end of the day, I do see how it happened. It's the grave mistake, and she should be held accountable. And that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'll kick it back to you. Okay, so two, two, two good things. Two things I want to hit on that you said. Um, one, and I want every every listener to to understand this that that when we say, and, and I think you can agree with this. When I say that I understand why something happens, when you say I understand why it happens, that doesn't necessarily we're agreeing with it. That means that we we I see how it happened because of your work, because of my work, because of our experiences. I see why it happens. In a lot of these cases, I see why it happens. This one in particular, I don't agree with it. Like you said, I think that she no. should be held accountable. There's something else that you touched on that I, that um that that I think needs to be talked about in, in again in greater depth. Um, is de-escalation. 
you know, and because a lot of a lot of situations you see these things escalate officers move through their levels of force they go from one and not necessarily go from one to two to three they might go from one to four and you know and that's totally okay we understand that, that the force continuum is a slide but what we don't see a lot of is de-escalation like once that thing jumps from one to four you can still go back down to three you can still go mm -hmm. back down to two things can be de-escalated de i think a lot of the, the issues and um it, there's a case that we didn't talk about here but you and i talked about on text message um where the, this kid gets, got pulled over or was attempting to get pulled over for running a stop sign. He ends up pulling to his dad's house, uh, driveway, mm -hmm. runs to the door. Um, you know, the officers go hands-on, they're kneeing him, you know, trying to get him to, you know, to, to comply. He's banging on the door, calling for his father. And, um, and one thing that we both agreed on was that the, the force that they used was, was, a little bit high and and this is one of those things where it's like okay cool yeah you got you you now have four officers on him y'all can ratchet back a little bit you know mm -hmm. we can de-escalate but um but the thing last thing i want to talk about or, or the thing i want to jump to with the dante rice situation is the thing that the, the 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 problem that i see with this case is that she got charged for making a mistake she pulled her her, her gun out instead of her taser and shot him and that's why she's being charged had she pulled her gun out and had she shot him on purpose i feel she would not have been charged i feel that we would be having a, a different conversation and here's and here's why and y'all can't see that y'all can't see his look he's giving me this this fun this funny look and and, and this is why i say that the, the reason why i say that is because ah, i should have pulled the case up dang i didn't there was a case out where um Police got called to a domestic situation. Um, guy shows up with his kid. He's arguing with these two females um, um, outside. Two officers show up. The guy is walking back to his car. The officers are approaching him. You know what I'm talking about. The officers are approaching mm -hmm. him. He goes to his car. They shoot him. They do yeah. not get charged. Reason being yeah. is because they say that he could have had a gun in the car. And, and that qualified immunity came into play where they said a reasonable officer was, would say that had um, a reasonable officer would say that, you know, him not following commands, going to his car, they felt it was a threat, they pulled the trigger. Dante Wright was in the same situation where he had a felony warrant out for, gun, uh, for, for a gun charge and he was jumping in his car to drive away. Do I think that justifies him getting shot? No. Do I, I think that other situation, I don't think these officers were, uh, were justified in their shoot. And, and, and I only bring it up to, to cite an example. We can go into a, later, a little bit uh, more in depth later. But the reason why I say that if she would if if she would have purposely um, pulled the trigger and shot him, the conversation among the pro blue community would be he could have had a gun. He was trying to drive off. He was trying to do this. And I think that would be the argument that they had. Maybe she would have got charged later on, but the charges would not have come so quick. The only reason why she got charged so quick, in my opinion, is because she made a mistake. And the problem that I have with that is that if you, if you have an officer that looks at that situation and looking at the whole thing was like, well, he, she could have shot him. Now, now they're thinking, well, shit, don't make a mistake. Shoot the dude on purpose. And then and now we, you know, we don't have you know, we don't have to run into this where you're getting charged later on. You know, and that's that's the problem that, that I have with it. And I, now I know I just hit you with a litany of controversial statements. So um, <laughs> I'll, I'll throw it, I'll throw it to you. And that's, that's, the, and, and I say that to say like, that's what's in my heart when I see this. And, and, and that's the, the fear that I have with situations like this. Yes, I'm glad she's charged, but you know, taking it a step further, looking at these other cases, I feel like she probably wouldn't have, if it wasn't for, uh, wasn't for that, but there we go. 
um yeah so i don't i don't know i i honestly think she would have been charged just because in the other case uh the one we have talked about that before because he he, yeah yeah, he was carrying a knife at the time Mm -mm. pretty sure he was okay all right he was Uh, he he was carrying a knife and he was walking away from him and remember we we had the argument of or we had the discussion of and i brought up well why the fuck did they shoot him in the back he's mm -hmm. walking away from him I got it. And their excuse was that he was getting in the car. We don't know what's in the car. And you, again, same thing. But the difference between this is, is why I don't think it would have been, I don't think they would have gotten away with it so quickly. Like you're saying, they would eventually have been charged. But again, if, if you're getting if a guns being involved and it's not like, oh, the officer admits that she, she's an idiot and made a fucking grave mistake. Um, kill someone that i don't obviously it's not cut and dry but if it's a if they if she would have killed him and have said that he shot her or she shot him on purpose because of xyz they would have to take time to actually investigate why the fuck she was shooting him and then obviously it would come out that she wasn't fucking in my opinion if she would have shot him just to shoot him because she thought there was a threat in the vehicle to me that's not that's not justified and I don't think it's right. If you're going to fucking let him get in the car, then fucking just let him fucking drive away. Because you got the fucking plates. You know where he's going to go. You know who it is. You know this dude. You know where this dude lives. Just go to his fucking house. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because that's some of the things, that's, that's one of the things that, that's, that I 100% agree with. Like like you said, you you have, he has a warrant out for his arrest. He will have a warrant out for his arrest later on. You have his you, you have his plates, you know, mm-hmm. like you I mean, you have his address, his name or whatever. If he tries to go away, now you just stack another charge onto him and you charge late and, and you go yep. late on. Why does, why, why does it have to go to that, um, uh, to that thing? Um, the case that we're talking about was from um, Kenosha, Wisconsin, and mm-hmm. it was Jacob Blake. I'm going to look into it a little bit more and, and we'll talk about it. But if anybody wants to, to look up the, the case that we're talking about, it's um, from Kenosha, Wisconsin um, in the Jacob Blake shooting. So, um, I do want to mention. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I do want to mention one thing because it's kind of, it kind of ties into all three of the, all three of the ones we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'm not saying this is fucking. This justifies what the actions the officers take, but if every every all three of these, even four of these cases, all four of these cases, because the the Jacob Blake, if all four of these individuals would have just listened to what the fuck they were saying. It may have not gone, gotten to that. Now, that being said, I think that's, I'm, I misspoke. The, the last one we're going to talk about, the lieutenant, that he was listening and he still got fucked up. Um, so, but we'll get to that. So two out of four, three out of four, if they would have listened, this may have not happened. Again, I'm not saying it justifies what the fuck happened. Just because you don't listen doesn't mean you should fucking shoot someone. That's not how things work. Yeah, so... Uh, so here, here's 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 my 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 situation my, my uh, retort to that is that, and you probably heard this saying before. Like I'd rather be um, I'd rather be judged by twelve than carried by six. Um, and you know, the, and then there's this situation where you have like you know where off people constantly say, well, these officers are making a split decision uh, with seconds to decide when they are faced with a threat. So they're 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 doing this, but this is the this is the thing is that. Nowadays, when and I shouldn't even say nowadays, it, 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 in 
for, for the vast majority of the history, black people have felt like we are under assault by law enforcement. We feel like we're the ones that are being threatened. And in that situation, a lot of times the reaction that, that people make, yes, in hindsight seems bad, but it's because they're thinking the same thing that an officer thinks. I would rather be judged by 12 than carried by six because this guy might kill me. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. You know, I gotta split the I gotta split decision to make. Um, I mean, I have a split second to make a decision as to what's gonna happen and what's, what's gonna happen next. And right now it's fight, fight, or free. Fight, flight, or flee. And that's the situation that a lot of men, I understand, I understand what you're saying. And, and to, a, to a degree, I see where a lot of people are making this argument, but we really need to look at everything. We gotta look at the, the, like the situation that, that, the, that people, um, that these men, women are being faced with when they're, when they're dealing with police too. Like they are also under stress. They are also have these notions in their head about what the officer can do. And they have a split second to make a decision. And a lot of times it goes back to that natural reaction of fight, flight, or free freeze and that's what they're doing and they're like look if i can leave then yeah i'll get another charge but i can face that charge you know but if i stay here there's a real good chance that i might get shot you know so that that's that's it so yeah i mean if the guy if the if the people in the situation would have stopped and listened and complied maybe we don't know because like you said we can look at this the situation uh, with the lieutenant where he stopped complying it was it was doing the right thing and he got sprayed. You know, there's other situations where that we could talk about where officers, where they listen to the officer and, you know, end up getting getting shot too. So, you know, they, they roll with it. So the argument can be made on um, on both sides, but um, well, we're limited on time. We can keep going with that. So <laughs> the, uh, the next one is the Adam Toledo situation. And um, so that, that one's, that's, that's yours, which we're, we're, we want to give them the break. That's the one in Chicago, right? That's what Chicago. Yep. All right, so <sighs> looked up a bunch of articles, then eventually just was like, "Fuck it, I'll put it in facts." And it, this is what this is what I found that was that was correlation between all almost all of the articles I read. Um, there were initial call, calls of shots fired in the area by two separate individuals, and also by um, that were reported by the sensors that they have in Chicago. And whenever there's a they have this many gun violence and this, this much gun violence in, in Chicago that they have to have sensors. Um, but they all went off and they were all correlated to the same area. Cops arrived and see two individuals near where the shots were fired. Both of them take off. One officer chases, um, who was later identified as Adam Toledo, um, in the chase, yells at the suspect to stop. Um, he eventually stops in an alley uh, Mr. Toledo stops in an alley facing away from the officer right next to a fence. Painting the picture for you if you haven't seen the body video, the, the video came in. Um, while turning around, the officer shoots Mr. Toledo in the back, I believe the back, back chest, one of those areas. Um, there's body camera footage of all of this. Um, but they didn't, they didn't release it right away, obviously. They released it, I think, a day or two after. Um, but the if you look at the video and you slow it down to the body cam footage, it shows that the that Mr. Toledo threw or placed a weapon on the other side of the fence while he was turning around. Um, the officer didn't see that. Um, when, after he was shot, the officer went over, asked if he was all right, what happened if he was shot, something like that. He provided aid. 
one of the issues that were brought up was um, that he was technically unarmed when he was shot and that the city officials were distributing inform information before they got all the facts leading to misinformation. So they were saying that it was a, that he shot at the officer, I believe was one of the, like the, the none of them got their fucking story completely 100% correct before they started putting out the information. Uh -huh. And again, this happens with the news, but it should not happen with the fucking local government. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, those are the, the, the information that we, the, the public has provided, has been provided. Um, I'll kick it to you for your opinion and I'll give mine. Um, Adam Toledo was shot unarmed. Is that a missing thing? No, no, you got it. Uh, the, the only, the only okay. thing that I like to add is that he, that he, the officer, and I think you might have said it, the officer gave him commands. Let me see your hands turn around. Yep. Um, yep. Adam Toledo put his hands up, turned around. He didn't have, he didn't have a gun in his hand and he got shot. That, that, that's, all, that's all I have. He, he shot an unarmed kid. Like, I mean, I, and, and here's the thing. I, I get that there was shots fired. I get that, that he stashed a gun, um, that he was running with a gun and he stashed and he stashed a gun and the gun was, was close. But the bottom line is that the officer said, let me see your hands and turn around. Adam Toledo showed his hands and turned around and he still got shot. But it wasn't in, so this is where I'm at. He, it wasn't in that instance. It was, let me see your hands and it was all within a split second. He had the, he had a gun in his hand and while seconds split second before he turned around, he put the gun down and then turned around. Now let, let me preface this by saying the officer, in my opinion, again, I understand why he shot them. That doesn't mean it's right. That doesn't mean I agree with them. He should not have shot him. Um, they're also during the, throughout the whole chase, they got that like we were saying the, the officer was giving commands to Mr. Toledo to stop, put your hands up, drop the weapon, all this stuff. Um, but yeah, sorry, go get back to you. No, that's it. I mean, just it's like we talked about de-escalation. Like, like there he was running, he was chasing Adam Toledo. Apparently, Adam Toledo had a gun because when he stopped, he stashed it. So while he was chasing him, he had a gun. Mm -hmm. You know, so the your your level, you're 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 on whatever your force continuum is between departments, you were on 10. You know, but bottom line is when Toledo stopped, he stashed the gun. The guy officer gave him commands to turn around. He turned around with his hands up and he still got shot. He got, and he got shot in the chest. And there's, there's a, there's a, there, cause I went through the video. Um, there, there is a, you know, a frame where, because the officer was using a strobe light on his gun. Um, mm -hmm. And so the, the, the strobe was flashing and there is a frame where he turned around and you can see full silhouette or not full silhouette, full front of Toledo turned around both hands up, no gun in the hand. You, he, he, he shot, he shot him, and he was unarmed. I mean, that, that's, that's it. And, and again, I'm going to take. This is another situation. I'm going to, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to discuss race at all in it. I'm, 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 I'm leaving, leaving that out. I'm leaving preconceived notions of threat and who might have been a threat because of this, that, and the other. Bottom line is, in my opinion, the officer made a decision. I'm going to have to pull my gun out and shoot him. And he never backed down from that decision. Even though Toledo turned around and had his hands up, he still shot him. And, and, and 
we'll, we'll, again, we throw biases out the window and just say that that this is a training issue, that this that the officer is wrong or whatever. Like he made a split 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 second decision, but the split second decision that he made was wrong because he shot an unarmed kid, thirteen years old, shot him in the chest, and he didn't have a gun in his hand. And I, I, I mean. That's it. I, I can't like it, it. In my in my opinion, it's indefensible. Like like okay, you know everything leading up to the situation is is that and and that's it. And you know if I had this discussion with anybody, I'll you know you you can give me all of the background you want, but the bottom line is when that trigger was pulled, Toledo's hand, before the trigger was pulled, Toledo did not have a gun in his hand. And when the trigger was pulled, he did not have a gun in his hand, and he was still met with deadly force. It's it's a fucking horrible tragedy. Yeah. Um, it's it, there's a lot of things that went wrong, uh, but this is you. You and I are going to agree to disagree. It should have never happened, but I understand why it happened. He had a gun in his hand, and the what the officer was more than likely seeing, he had a gun in his hand when he was turned around, and then he made the the guy turned around. I'm sorry, the child turned around. And he probably thought he had a gun because, again, the flashlight was flickering. So he probably didn't fucking see it. And when he saw him turning around, he just fucking pulled the trigger just because he saw a gun. Oh, fuck, he's turning around. I need to fucking defend myself. Again, I understand why it happened. Right, but he turned right. around because, because the officer told him to turn around. Like, yeah, I agree. Right. But in, in the mind frame of this fucking cop, and this is, what I, this is where I'm thinking, that he... This dude chased a dude. I don't know how long it was. I don't know how long the chase it was. Mm -hmm. um, but chasing someone that, in his mind, just fired a fucking gun. Mm -hmm. Or he thinks that just fired a gun because that's where that's why the only reason he's there. Mm -hmm. um, and this guy has a gun. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. I keep saying guy, but he's not a fucking guy. He's a child. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we can argue why the fuck he was out there at 2 30 in the morning. But Who cares? Yeah. It's neither here nor there. Right. Um, but he, the cops running after a child that, or a person that mm -hmm. just uh, potentially just fired a gun mm -hmm. and saw a gun when he stopped, turned around, thought he saw a gun and shot. Again, I understand why it happened. Doesn't mean it's right. Right, and that's the thing. And, uh, and, and, and here's and, and here's here's the here's the the the, the issue but, uh, that. Oh, wait, I, wait, I'll wait. say one more thing. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I don't think he had. He didn't intend for. This dude, his intentions were, I'm going to fucking shoot him no matter what. Mm -hmm. I'm sure his intentions were, I'm going to fucking, he's turning around, oh shit. He probably still has the gun, I'm going to shoot him. Because I don't want to die. That's again, that's what he, his mindset. Mm -hmm. um, and I, doing the, the research on this on this one, there's, I brought up two articles of two different opinions. Okay. Um, but if you want to go first, and then I'll go into that. Okay. Uh, all all of what... <laughs> I agree with everything that you said, like, and, and the circumstances of it, of, of the whole thing. Like, I, I agree with everything that you said where, and I don't even know if we disagree, but I think, but, but my thing is, is that the officer was, was, was wrong because he like, he killed somebody because of something he thought, not of something that he saw. Not, not, and that's the but, problem, but, but deadly for like, like this, you have to go ahead. Go ahead. This is a, it's a horrible case because it's not, it's not, everyone thinks it's, oh, it's cut and dry. He, he killed an unarmed guy, but it's, it's not, it's really not that fucking simple. This dude is fucking a cop in Chicago. 
It's not fucking safe there for anyone, especially not for fucking. Uh, I'm sure that neighborhood's not the best. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So he's on heightened alert. I don't know, man. It's. I get it. Look, I understand. I understand what you're saying, but like, my, my thing is, is like you, like if if it's if if you're in, if a doctor is in a hospital and it's a mass casualty mass casualty situation and you got three codes going at the same time and alarms are going everywhere and then somebody codes out and they need to give this guy medicine and the doctor pulls out the wrong medicine and gives it to him they're wrong regardless of the situation that goes up that, that, that led up to them they are wrong and they need to be held accountable for it i understand that all these things lead lead up to it even going all the way back to the to to the the, the gun violence in chicago and what this officer might be dealing with and all of, all this other stuff like i get it but the bottom line is and that and that's where like i understand that it's complicated but the cut and dry of it is to use deadly force you need to be met with deadly force you have to have a reasonable belief that this person is going to kill you and they and if if he thought that Toledo still had a gun in his hand, then he needs a, that he should have told him to stop, put your hands up, freeze, and then have him turn around. You know, but but bottom line is he told what he told Toledo was, let me see your hands, turn around. Toledo put his hands up and turned around, and he still shot him. Let me go back five, 10 minutes ago where you said, hey, if these guys would have just listened, chances are they wouldn't have gotten killed. Okay, cool. Let's listen to him, officer. Let me see your hands. Turn around, Toledo. Hands up. Turned around. Still shot in the chest. The fuck? Like, <laughs> I mean, like again, I understand that you know taking, you know, all these other situations, all these other things, these factors go into a play. That's fine. But and and will the officer get charged? He might not because of qualified immunity. Who knows? You know. But but bottom line is is that when from. Based on the based on the situation, is that you know the, the the kid, the kid did not have a weapon in his hand, and the officer still reacted. I don't think that he went into the situation saying I'm going to kill him, but I do agree with you that based on the gun violence in Chicago, based on the fact that he was chasing this kid with a gun, he probably thought I'm going to have to drop the hammer on this kid. And and what I'm saying is is that I believe that he never de-escalated from that mindset, mm-hmm. and that and that believe that's a problem. You know, yeah, so I, I agree. You know, and, and and again, like I said, I agree with everything that you say and lean up to it. I understand all the stress and all the other stuff into it, but I think the problem is in a disconnect between the civilian side and the law enforcement side is that law enforcement will argue there it's a complicated situation because you have all this other stuff going on, and civilians are like, but he was unarmed and he shot and he listened, and that's where the clash is, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, but go ahead, you had two articles you wanted to bring up, yeah. Yeah. So the first one was from the Chicago Sun mm-hmm. um, that agrees that it was a terrible tragedy. Uh, both, are, by the way, both are opinion pieces, mm-hmm. solely based on the the um, the writer's opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago Sun was saying that again, it was a terrible tragedy, but the officer shouldn't be charged. Second one, CNN opinion piece, and says the cops should be charged and that they should only look at the shooting itself and nothing before the incident. And that's kind of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I get where you're coming from, but mm-hmm. that's, you can't do that. In, in my opinion, again, in my opinion, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you, the, whole, the entirety of the circumstances that led up to the incident, you can't just, uh, of course, if it's just uh, a guy shoots a, an unarmed, unarmed child, then of course he's, he's a fucking piece of shit and should be charged. But that's not really what the entirety of the picture. 
It's 2.30 in the morning. They got calls for shots fired, and somebody was shot. Yes, he was armed. I'm not saying he – there he shouldn't be held accountable, but charged with murder? No. Okay. No. All right. Um, well, we, we throw it to the listeners, y'all. Y'all, uh, <laughs> you know, let y'all comment and, and, and say what you have, and you can let us know what you think if you if you want. But, um, I mean, it, we'll, we'll say this. And like you said, we, you know, we always try to – to end on a point that we both agree with and in the situation that what we can both agree is that it's a tragic situation with the loss of a life of a young man, you know, and, and um, hopefully that some sort of reform can come from, uh, from this, like elevation of training or, or something, you know, but, um, but, but we'll go, we'll go from there. Um, uh, the next scenario um and we're gonna <laughs> I, I was gonna say something anyway uh <laughs> the, the the next case i was gonna say well, we're gonna end on a situation where there wasn't a loss of life but i do want to talk about the makai bryant thing so oh, okay. i have to end on that but um but, but just want to touch on this um karan nazario situation this um lieutenant um second lieutenant and out of um He's in the army, got pulled over. He's filing a lawsuit against the um, uh, Virginia police officers who pulled him over and uh, pepper sprayed him. Basically, he had he got pulled over for. Can uh, we talk about it? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You you, you can talk about it. Uh, so yeah, so the initial the initial stop, mm-hmm. first um, officer. The reason for the stop was that the vehicle had no plates, or mm-hmm. that it appeared had no plates and dark dark tint. Mm-hmm. Um, which will lead you'll it'll lead into the story a little later. Um, the vehicle doesn't stop right away, so a second officer responds because the first officer says it's a high risk traffic stop because there's no no plates and dark tint. Which, again, I understand. Um, the vehicle pulls over. It eventually stops in a gas station parking lot, which is well lit, um, and then the initial officer. And the responding officer conduct a high-risk traffic stop. And for you, the listeners who may not know what a high-risk traffic stop is, um, it's exactly just that. <laughs> uh, it's a high-risk traffic stop, meaning that the, the officers should be um, stopping the vehicle, drawing their guns, and giving commands to the driver and the occupants inside to come out. The reason for this is because they believe they're it's a stolen car. They run the tags stolen. And for this incident, there's no tags and he apparently flees um at least that's what the initial officer was saying um again they they draw guns it leads up to them approaching the vehicle the um first is the first lieutenant or second second lieutenant army second lieutenant the army lieutenant Mm -hmm. (laughs) um complies and rolls down the windows starts sticking his hands out and then Long story short, he is pepper sprayed. I think believe he's also no, he isn't tased. No, but they threaten him with taser. Yeah, with the uh, uh, comment from the Green Mile, I believe. You about to ride a lightning? Uh, yeah, something. Yeah, something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and yeah, but that's it. So he is suing the. Did I miss anything? No, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. The, He's suing the department, I believe, and mm-hmm. the police officers, or mm-hmm. yeah, um, for excessive force. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you want to go? So, 
I, I mean, again, this is, you know, just looking at the situation like this. Um, oh, and it also recently came out that um, Eric Gardner. Um, oh, man, I'm missing it in a second. I'm sorry. Um, he, oh, geez. Uh, he, his uncle was, um, I think, Eric Gardner in, um, uh, yeah, Eric, Eric Gardner in New York. Yes, that was, that's the, the lieutenant's uncle. Um, so, really? yes. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in, anyway, like, again, this is one of those situations where, you know, the lieutenant was, he was, he was pulled over and, and he decided to move to a well-lit area, you know, which, mm-hmm. I mean, I know you've pulled traffic stops, I'll pull traffic stops where people, you know, they will move over into, you want them to move into a well-lit area and you don't want to be in a dark situation yourself. Um, and I, I mean, I, I feel like the lieutenant did, um, he did everything right. Like he, he, he listened, he had his hands out. He, the only thing he was asking when watching the video from the Lieutenant and from the body cam footage, he just kept asking the officers, why am I being pulled over? Why am I being pulled mm-hmm. over? And they never yeah. responded. Like they just, they never, they never said why they just kept telling him what to do, telling him what to do. And, and in essence, he was saying that, um, they were trying they pulled him over because he didn't he didn't have tags like you said the tags were were in the window there were paper tags in the window yeah. had they said you're being pulled over because you don't have tags he could say okay they're in the window i just bought this car here's a registration or whatever they never gave him the opportunity really to comply and mm-hmm. help de-escalate the situation they just kept in my opinion amping it up um mm-hmm. they, they um there was even a report where they looked at the second officer's um written report about the the use of force situation and he said and what he he stated that um uh, nazario when they tried to reach in he struck the officer which the video shows that he didn't they said that um before giving pepper spray the officer gave multiple commands i'm going to pepper spray you i'm going to pepper spray you which he didn't um you know it's it's just it's a, it's a tragic situation and, and it goes back to that that um what we talked about before which is why i'm glad you brought it up at the beginning of the podcast like de-escalation you know they, they it was it was dark he had dark tint maybe you couldn't see the paper tags in the window you followed them okay no problem you know i'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt leading up to that but bottom line is once the once everything calms down you need to calm down and mm-hmm. it, it seemed like they never did and um I believe one of the officers has since resigned um, and another officer, uh, he's still on the force, but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens from the situation, but it, it's, um, yeah, they, like b- bottom line is it, it de-escalation and, and I feel like they didn't, they, they never, they didn't de-escalate, they never gave the, op- the, 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 they never gave Nazario the opportunity to respond in kind, you know, like to mm-hmm. say like, this is what the situation is or whatever to tell, bring it down. So, um, but yeah, that that's, that's it with that. I mean, what, what you got on it? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, I agree. It's mm-hmm. they escalated the situation instead of de-escalating the situation. Um, I, so again, I understand why his thought process of been doing a high-risk traffic stop, but I, I don't agree with it because I I've had numerous a lot of people that will just keep driving and then like pull over eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, and I'm again, I'm sure at the end of the day, this this lieutenant wasn't speeding away. He was just driving. Yeah, and I think the report that he had his hazard lights on too as he was driving. Exactly, and, yeah. and and as a as a fucking intelligent fucking person. Oh, okay, he's just fucking going somewhere. 
where you want to. And again, at the end of the day, that may piss a cop off, but it doesn't mean you should conduct a high risk traffic stop. <laughs> exactly. Um, when, when you're conducting a traffic stop, the, the, the one of the key focuses of your where you're stopping someone is safety. So before you even turn on the lights, you should be thinking of where you want to stop someone. Right. And right. that's what I do. And then when people are like, no, fuck that, I'm gonna keep going. I get pissed off because like, I know where I want to stop you. I want you to stop here because I know I can conduct it safely for you and me. Right, right. Um, but again, I'm not going to get, I'll get a little heated, but I'm not going to draw my gun just because you pissed me off. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> essentially, essentially what this boiled down to. Again, no gun was drawn, thankfully, and he is still alive. Um, but this is way, this is, this is excessive force. Mm -hmm. there's, no, there's no other way around it. He, he should have never been pepper sprayed. In my opinion, he shouldn't have been conducting a high-risk traffic stop. Even if there's no plates on the fucking vehicle, so yeah, <laughs> and you know, and the thing about it, like with with, with this situation, that um, is that had had there not been been body cam footage, like there, like had there not been a big push for you know body cams to be worn on law enforcement everywhere, had there not been you know this prolifer um, proliferation of cell phone uses, cell phone video with an officer. Um, Nazaro actually had, you know, pulled out his phone and recorded it too. If there was no video of the situation, it would have been his word against their word. And the, it, we already saw like what his, the, the second officer, the one that didn't pepper spray was already writing up justification as to why he did get pepper sprayed. They even, they even tried to talk the uh, lieutenant out of making an incident saying that, you know, oh, this could mess up your career. So, you know, we're not going to write you up and, and, you know, you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't report this either or, or whatever, you know, and, and bottom, and this happened back in December. And the only reason it's coming out now is because he's bringing out a lawsuit and his lawyers released the body cam footage. But, mm -hmm. you know, we, we talk about, or you hear these, these situations where it's like, you know, oh, it's an assault on law enforcement. Well, I mean, it's just that there's, there's camera video now. And, and we're able to react off of what we see, you know, firsthand, you know, right, right there. And, um, but if we didn't have that, there's no telling, you know, what, what, what can happen. And, um, you know, that's, that's it. The last thing, the last case just happened. This Makai Bryant um, situation. Um, Makai Bryant was a, uh, young lady who was living in a group home or excuse me, in a foster home. Um, and she called 911. And uh, again, I'm gonna try to leave out some of the specifics because we're gonna try to nail in on what we saw. Um, officer shows up in, uh, on the scene, sees, I think it was seven people outside. Um, when he, he sees Makai going at another girl who was backing away from her and fell to the ground. So. You had Makai, you had the girl, and then you had a, have a car behind them. The officer sees Makai with a knife in her hand, and he yells, hey, 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 and then he pulls his gun out, and then he shoots her, and, and she dies. Um, tragic, situ tragic situation, um, and, and, you know, the, where this young lady dies, and a lot of people are saying, well, you know, the officer was justified because he was saving the life of this young lady, and she, she pulled the trigger. Um, and, and it... it in that situation, I understand that, yes, there, there's a, for me, the reason I want to bring it up is like, I feel like there's a difference between justified and just, like there's a justified shooting and a just shooting. And I understand as former law enforcement, why he, why he pulled the trigger. The, the problem that, uh, that I want to get across that I hope people are listening to 
is that we see so many situations where other people are um, in a high risk situation, in a deadly situation, and they are still brought home without being shot. Um, two cases that that uh, that I had was one going back again. We were just talking about the Kenosha shooting with, of um, Jacob Blake that started protests, and you had Kyle Rittenhouse who drove in. He ended up shooting two protesters as he was running away from them, running towards law enforcement with a long rifle. The officers got a call that there were shots fired. Kyle Rittenhouse was running away from that that uh, that scenario bystanders were yelling to the police pointing him out saying he just shot somebody and he walks past the cops and goes home and gets arrested the next day you know um another situation that just happened right after the dante Wright situation in uh i believe it was in minnesota man was in the store got into an argument with the uh because he tried he was trying to purchase something without wearing a mask police were called Police showed up on um, on the scene, tried to try to arrest him. He was he was non-compliant. One officer reached into the car to open the door. The man rolled the window up on the officer and drove off, ramming two police officers, driving off while the officer was still hanging from the window. The officer broke the uh, was able to break the window to get his arm free. The guy in there pulled the uh, pulled the hammer and hit the officer in the head with a hammer, and he didn't get shot. And this is in Minnesota, right after the the Dante Wright situation, where this guy get gets shot for you know a mistake, but still gets still gets shot for you know on a traffic stop. There are situation after situation where we look into where officers are able to um, use non lethal force to bring a situation to um, to a close, and it just feels like they're, they're that it's that same deference isn't given to African Americans, be it um, a black or brown people, be it um man woman young old or whatever and that's where the frustration lies um the situation is tragic yes she had a knife was was the shooting justified yes but the frustration that comes in is when we go through you know um george floyd dante wright adam toledo the Nazar. we see these situations where like force is just not de-escalated and you know for these for these individuals but other people it feels like it is and that's and that's where i, I kind of wanted to end the podcast just talking about you know frustration you know where how we feel when we see when we, we see these stories you know um and and so yeah so i'll, I'll throw it to you like if you want to talk about this case specifically or just or in broad you go for it okay uh so first i'll talk about the case um i get it it's it should have never happened but at the end of the day, it's, it's justified because he was what he saw. He was trying to save a life because the young lady that was shot was attempting to stab another woman or another young lady, I should say. Um, it should have never come to that because clearly she was in a mental health crisis, which was another case that you brought up to me earlier. Um, yeah. that I thought we were going to talk about. Um, yeah, I guess not enough time yeah i mean we yeah we're, we're, because i, I want to get to that um the question that you you posted me on text i want to talk about that for a little bit too so okay all right uh -huh. uh, i'll make it brief um i i completely understand why you're frustrated well i i, I wouldn't say i completely understand because i'm not I'm trying to figure out a word this so i'm white <laughs> it, it's hard for me to completely understand because i'm not a minority 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people, a lot of white people have an issue with or having a hard time comprehending, mm-hmm. understanding, being compassionate about. Um, it's because we just don't understand because we're not, we're not my minority. So we're not faced with these, these issues and um, the growing fear of if you're faced with law enforcement, I, I might get shot or I might get fucking killed just because in their mind, just because they're a minority. So as just as a fucking cop in America, I'm, I'm frustrated and I, I don't have an easy solution. <laughs> it's, in my in my opinion, it should be. It's police reform, definitely, but also just education and getting that trust back in the public, which is isn't going to be easy. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but but back to the to what you were talking about, being frustrated about how um, some cases are met with excessive force and others are handled with fucking kid gloves. And minority, I'm sure, plays a factor in that in the sub- subconscious of these officers' minds. It shouldn't come to that, but it's going to take a long time to change that. But also, at the end of the day, there's hundreds of thousands. I don't know. There's a lot of fucking cops in America. Obviously, there's way more people. But there's a lot of cops. So all those cops are going to have different mindsets and come from different backgrounds and different vantage points. And they're all going to, they're going to approach a situation differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, uh, so, and I, I see the same argument you're having right now with the what is Colorado shooting, the church shooting in Atlanta, not, not Atlanta, I'm sorry. Um, South Carolina. South Carolina, yeah. Um, Della Roof. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. where yeah, yeah where multiple people were shot and killed mm-hmm. and these guys are fucking getting fucking i think one of them was get taken to mcdonald's i think Dur- dylan like roof was taking to burger king after yeah 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 I was, I was so up, yeah. from me as being a cop and being a detective for a little bit um from outside looking in what the fuck that's this piece of shit shouldn't get fucking mcdonald's but i pro i have a feeling the reason they were doing that is to build a rapport and to fucking make him tell them everything he fucking he wanted to. Uh-huh. Um, so that's more than likely why I did it. Yeah. But I completely understand why you're frustrated. Again, not completely understand. I try to understand as best I can. Right. Right. And, and I mean, and, and with that, it's like, you, you know, cause I just want to put this out here. I'm not saying that, you know, it's bad that Dylan Roof didn't get shot. That it's bad that these, I'm not saying that these other people should get shot. I'm just, I'm saying that, and, and again, like you said, I'm, you know, I've been an investigator. I understand building that rapport and, and everything. But the fact of the matter is, it's like, like we just want that the difference, the, the deference to be given on both sides. You know, mm-hmm. like if, if these guys can walk away, then then so should today. If if a taser could be used here, then a taser should be used there. You know, um, not I, I'm not advocating that cops need to, step up their force to start killing you know everybody you know definitely don't want that i'm saying that that you know just have that same um and like you said maybe you know implicit bias training things like that can go into uh going to play you know but um but something needs to be done you know because yeah. like you said there i mean the, the frustration the anger is is there you know the exhaustion is there it's just like yeah. like <laughs> you know yeah um, uh, well, one last comment, and we'll go to the, the last thing. If you want to talk about the um, 
the human element mm-hmm. of being a police officer is um is one of the reasons for all of all of this and it's it, there's no getting around it yeah <laughs> that's, that's all i said what, what you got last one uh, no, that's it. I want. I wanted to, uh, you know, kind of because I put some thought into that question. Um, if you want to, um, just go ahead and so the listeners can hear the question, and then I'll, I'll tell you some of the things I was thinking about. Um, as a white police officer and a man, um, how can I help in systemic racism? So, I, and it's it's a good question. I I didn't have an immediate answer to it. Um, the the thing some of the things that i thought about is first of all first and foremost i think just asking the question is a huge first step you know just just and because part of asking the question is recognizing that there is a problem recognizing that there is systemic racism recognizing that there is implicit bias um within people um and just you know understanding that and then moving forward um i think the answer is uh or, or part of the answer is two part um I'll talk about the big picture first because only because I'll, I'll mention it because I, I don't want to go into get into it too much because we can have a whole discussion about it that's bigger. But um, obviously, the question is about systemic racism. So to to help combat systemic racism, you have to combat the system. Um, and with that, there, you know, we gotta we gotta push for systemic change, um, which goes legislatively, locally. Um, you know, locally within the department, but but more like, but I mean, locally within government, um, nationally, federally, you know, things like that. And that's a, a, a way bigger discussion. Um, and it's not anything that you and I can solve on this little podcast uh, about fixing the, the, the system itself. Um, but uh, there, I, I think there, there are things that um, can be done there. And, and like I said, we can have a bigger discussion about it because I think there, you know, it talks about voting and, and um, you know, parties and, and stuff like that. Um, but internally, like you're, one of the things that I feel like is, is empathy is a big thing, you know, and, and not just having empathy within yourself, but also like, you, like calling out behavior. You know, we, we, we talk about that thin blue line and that um, it's just, it's about piercing that, that bubble, you know. Um, so having a conversation with, with, with my wife and um, she was telling me about, you know, a mutual friend of ours and she was asking me about the Makai Bryant um, story. And I was, and so I explained it. She was like, yeah, you know, so-and-so posted about it on, on Facebook. And I was like, of course he did. And, um, and, and the reason why I say of course he did is because if like when I was on Facebook, I took a, taking a break from it. But if there was a situation that where I felt uh, where, where an officer was wrong or whatever, this individual would come on my page and he would definitely comment, oh, I agree. He would like to post, you know, things like that. But yet he would not post that on his page. But if it's a situation like where Makai Bryant, where this situation was like you said, it was a justified shoot. He will post that on his page to say, look, y'all, you, you know, this is this was a problem and this is why you know she like it was the shoot was justified but i I think it needs to flip both ways you know we gotta you gotta pierce that bubble um you're you are within a bubble you're in a bubble that i'm not people expect me to rail against certain things as a black male as a liberal as a um, democrat they expect me to say that but you know 
when you, when other officers come out and they speak out about things like that, that's the biggest thing that happened in the Derek Chauvin trial is that you had so many officers that were stepping up saying this was wrong. You know, what he did was, what, what he did was wrong. And I think that's the big thing that, um, that you know, law enforcement um, and even white people, law enforcement, uh, everybody needs to do moving forward is just like, if you see something wrong, call it out, you know, and, and, and pierce, you know, you got pierced that bubble. And, and, and even if the situation was not necessarily wrong, like in the Bakai Bryant situation, still approach it with empathy. Like, you know, just like you did, like, okay, it's justified, but the first thing out your mouth was, this is a tragic situation. You know, you approach it with empathy. Like, I understand that this is, you know, you did it with, with, um, with Adam Toledo. You corrected yourself and said, not this man, this boy. You know, th this was a 13 year old boy. You, you know, credit that I'm giving to you that a lot of people don't. They'll, you know, you got, we got to point these things out and, and then start having a little empathy because when, when, when um, they say everything is a everything is a nail to a hammer. If you if you go in as a police officer and you go out there and like everybody's a criminal, everybody's out to get me, and then you start approaching every situation like that, then then, then we have a problem. If you start looking at these things with empathy and saying that like like yes, I understand that there are threats out there, but not everybody's a threat, then that's a that's a big way to change. And and those little things that, that you do like that, I think, can help um, pierce that bubble and 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 get people thinking. You know. Because you have that conversation, you open an eye, and then somebody else's eyes are open, and now they have that conversation with somebody else, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, and that's, that's just how I see it. Again, listeners, somebody else might have, you know, some other advice, um, some other thoughts about it, or they might completely disagree with me. I, I don't know. But that's just, <laughs> that's, that's kind of how I see it right now. The biggest thing is really is just empathy and, and piercing that bubble, you know, having, mm -hmm. letting other people see that, you know, like these situations are wrong, you know. But, mm -hmm. um, that's all I got. I mean, unless you have anything else, I kind of want to end it right there. Um, you know, just some food for thought. Um, you know, no, it's, good. it's a good stopping point. Yeah, yeah. I try to pierce the bubble as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, and I'll keep yelling into the void about um, <laughs> things going on. Um, so I, I want to say, like next next podcast, we're gonna keep it light. And I don't care what happens in the world. Um, like I want, I want to talk about the Mortal Kombat movie. I want to talk about some other things, but because right oh, now, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is. Man, my, my my soul is tired after this last week. I tell you, I tell you. But anyway, <laughs> um, but that's all I got, man. You, if you got anything else, leave. Uh, no, man, that's it. Just everyone stay safe. All right. Thanks for listening. Oh, and um, last thing, let people know we are now on Apple. So if you um. If you listen to us on Spotify, you can find us at uh, Vantage Point Podcast on um, Apple Podcast Store. Let your friends know, let your family know. You can download us on there. Give us a rating. It'll help boost the, uh, boost the algorithm and maybe push us up a little bit. All right? That's all I got. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.